the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I have to discipline myself today not to be greedy and to view the results of last night's off-year election in the same way I would view progress from a bad year transitioning toward a great year with a sports team or a business or any other endeavor. Very seldom, as we begin a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show, thanks for joining us, do you go from awful to perfect in one period to the next. You don't see, let's say, an NFL team go from 0-16 to winning a Super Bowl. You don't see a new business come in and compete for market share and instantly put all of its competitors out of business. No, that's done over a period of time with incremental gains and good planning, devoted work ethic, and all the other things. So as I sat in my chair last night and the election results were coming in from local school board elections and national gubernatorial, statewide in other states, gubernatorial elections and other things, I found myself greedy, wanting a win for every candidate I supported. And I definitely want them to know, those who did not win, that A, I so appreciate their sacrifice of time, money, and other resources to try to serve. The other thing I would say is, don't give up now. And the third thing I would say is, be encouraged. Because really, what happened locally and in other states last night was the equivalent of a team going winless and the next year making the playoffs. We have a lot to celebrate locally. School board progress in some districts, complete uh, affirmation in other districts that woke ideology will not be tolerated. Shout out to my home district, Jonathan Alder, which came out big. 35% turnout in an off-year election. Mike Carey didn't move that needle. No township trustee election moved that needle. In the Jonathan Alder district, it was a school board election that moved that needle. An unprecedented 35% turnout and a walkover victory victory for my two candidates, Erica Detweiler and Sonia Walker. They got 30-plus percent of the vote. Outpolled two incumbents. Basically getting twice as many votes as either incumbent. 
the people in Plain City and Darby Township and places like they don't want Harper's Corner books on transgenderism. They don't want woke ideology. They don't want critical race theory, and they made that clear. Now, in Dublin, the message is more muddled. Uh, my two candidates, neither one of them won. Diana Rigby, Sherry Stryker. They finished third and fourth. There were two seats. They made a gallant run. They did very well, very well in Union County. Uh, excuse me, in uh, Delaware County. Delaware County, they did very well. They were far and away the winners in Delaware County. Unfortunately, there's other counties that vote in Dublin, Union votes. I think Franklin votes. And it's odd to me that Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker would do so well in Delaware County, and yet my two preferred candidates, Felicia Castle and Jennifer Foyt in Olentangy, where a lot of the voters in that district are Delaware County residents, uh, neither Jennifer nor Felicia won a seat on the board. They got eked out, nosed out, less than 1,000 votes. Uh, In Jennifer's case, just a little more than 1,000 in Felicia's case. The vote breakdown for the two winners who, hey, get ready, Olentangy. Your teachers are going to pillage you in contract negotiations because you've elected an enemy to sit on your school board. The guy who helped Columbus teachers get a big fat contract and bragged about it, Kevin Daberkow, he was able to hoodwink enough of you to get voted on to the Olentangy school board. You're going to pay through the nose for that. Elections have consequences. And I'm sad for people who live in the Olentangy district that you didn't see the wisdom in voting for Jennifer Foyt or Felicia Castle. 27% of the vote for the two winners, 24 and 23% for Foyt and Castle. So they didn't win there. Uh, Both candidates that I backed in the Southwestern City School District got elected. Two of the three that I backed in Hilliard got elected. So we're making some progress. And you can't go, as I say, you can't go unbeaten after going winless. We got trounced. In past school board elections, because we weren't paying attention, not because our policies weren't to the liking of parents. But this this is starting to turn. The Virginia governor's race, the fact that Glenn Youngkin did win that, I was so hoping he would. I was afraid to say he would. I don't believe in jinxes, but I just thought, man, A, I don't trust Democrats who are in control of a state to actually adjudicate a fair election. I don't trust them. And there was a scare last night when votes from one county, oh, we scanned them and, you know, we got to re-scan them. That doesn't sound good. But Glenn Youngkin did defeat Terry McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe, who brought in the woke racial all-star team. And the black voters in Virginia were smart enough to see through it. They weren't Fooled by Barack Obama, Stacey Abrams, James Clyburn, Kamala Harris. They weren't fooled. Democrats keep pounding this same racially divisive rhetoric. Trying to pit one group against another. Prizing intersectionality over individuality. And the voters in Virginia were smart enough to see through it. Now, sadly, the voters of Columbus were not smart enough to see through it. Because they voted for status quo. They voted for status quo on city council. They had the chance to elect a Republican, Tom Susie. They didn't do it. 
They voted for more of the same nonsense from Columbus City Schools that have failed to deliver for kids in the Columbus City School System. They voted for more of that. They had a chance with at least one good candidate for Columbus City Schools. Didn't elect them. They're going with status quo. Okay. Okay. People have spoken. I get it. We can't win them all. But I kind of am of the mindset, like, I don't want to hear complaints if you had a chance. Like, Olentangy District, I feel so bad for the parents, the good parents, the people who backed Jen Foyt and Felicia Castle in Olentangy. And I don't want to say to you, I'm talk to the hand, I don't care anymore. What I would say to you is, move out of the district. Move out of the district. Move out of the district to a district that will listen to you. Your property values are through the roof. I know it's an upheaval for your family, but... I say it all the time. What are you prepared to do? What are your kids worth to you? What's your kid's future worth to you? You might have to move out of the district. You might have to move out of the district in Dublin. The inmates are in charge of the asylum in the Dublin district. John Marshhausen, he's got free reign now. In UA, we got one elected, but not two. UA, I'm afraid nothing's going to change. I'm afraid Lou Souter is going to be extremely frustrated on the UA board. I hope we'll keep fighting the good fight. We almost got Liz Easton on that board. Didn't happen. UA residents, don't give up. Keep going. Make their life uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable. Don't be violent. Don't be crude. Don't be rude. Don't be boorish. But be committed and be in front of them. Do not let them do what they've already done in darkness. Do not let them do it anymore. Don't let them get away with these transgender bathrooms. They're illegal. They're against state building code, and you've got to keep fighting. And now, hopefully, you've got somebody on the inside and loose outer who will do that. But Franklin County, I mean, to reelect uh, O'Grady, <laughs> the guy who you've paid for his uh, behavior with staffers, behavior that has twice prompted six-figure settlements. Notice I didn't say he was guilty or not guilty. I'm just saying the facts of the matter are Jim O'Grady has been twice bailed out by a six-figure settlement. By you, the taxpayers, according to, you know, the people in charge of your money who can pay it to cover behavior that prompted them to pay a six-figure settlement twice, and you reelected him. And you reelected him by a lot. Okay. So, again, we're building towards something. 2022 will be even better than 2021. We'll recap Glenn Youngkin's win. I'd love to talk to you about whether this gives you encouragement, how you feel in the aftermath of yesterday, either locally, you can be mad, you can be crushed, or you can be encouraged. I would understand a perspective of either one of those things, depending on where you live. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. It is The Bruce Hooley Show. So many encouraging signs in the results last night, not just locally, but in Virginia and in New Jersey. It's still a toss-up for the New Jersey governorship. Okay, the big national picture is really the local picture as well. What I said yesterday is they used to say all politics is local. It still is. But all politics that is national 
are also now local. Because what are we talking about nationally? How did Glenn Youngkin get elected governor in Virginia? He seized upon the idea that making incremental gains in a lot of areas would add up to transformational gains throughout the state. Okay, so that's a smart strategy. Let's win a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. They went through all the blue counties from the Biden election year last night on CNN and on Fox. By the way, it's delicious watching CNN and MSNBC on a night where it's a Democratic bloodbath. Uh, I almost feel like a voyeur. I'm not typically a fan of slasher movies, but when you watch Nicole Wallace, Van Jones, Joy Reid, <laughs> Rachel Maddow, like have a night like they had last night, it's, it's, it's a guilty pleasure for me to enjoy. But Glenn Youngkin prioritized small gains. Glenn Youngkin, bet on Glenn Youngkin. He did not do what Terry McAuliffe did. He did not bring in a bunch of national actors. Youngkin just talked to people. And he was smart enough to listen to people and listen to his opponent. And the transformative moment in the campaign was when they had a debate. And Terry McAuliffe, who was losing ground to Youngkin, but he still hadn't had a foot-in-mouth moment. That woke everyone up. But then he had it. He said, I don't think parents should be telling schools what to teach. I don't think parents should be telling schools what to teach. And that didn't just resonate in Loudoun County, Virginia and Fairfax and other areas. It resonated all the way back here to Ohio and all the way across the country. Because parents are not ready yet, thankfully, in the majority to allow the government to co-parent their kids. Oh, the Democratic Party would love to co-parent your kids. <laughs> I mean, really, they would like to parent your kids, but they know that that's a little bit too radical for them to announce right now, so they have to say they want to co-parent your kids, and they say that by offering what? Free child care, more community, free community college. Well, if they get them in child care, what do you think they're going to do with them while they have them in there? Are they going to... Tell them all the great stories of the Revolutionary War and George Washington and how Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves and Thomas Jefferson was all about freedom and Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. They're going to teach them all that? No. No, they're not. You know they're not. They're going to have them reading Ibram X. Kendi and Robin D'Angelo and they're going to be telling them like they do in uh, Hilliard or Olentangy. I forget where I saw the little coloring exercise for kids in elementary school. I will be a transgender advocate because you think that's on the mind of five-year-olds? Well, it is when teachers tell them that. So that's what is behind the reason to give your kids free child care. And then, well, we can get them into the university system and keep them in there for two years to indoctrinate them after high school. So much the better. So the whole democratic agenda, free this, free that, free whatever, is about co-parenting because, you know, they feel like they can warp the minds of teenagers who are naturally rebellious toward their parents. They feel like they can do that. That was repudiated with the Virginia election result. It was repudiated in Jonathan Alder. It was repudiated in Hilliard with two of the three candidates, the conservative candidates, the Republican Party back candidates, two of the three won in Hilliard. Congratulations to Zach Borst and to uh, Beth Murdoch. Congratulations. Awesome. Go do it. Erica Detweiler, Sonia Walker, Jonathan Alder, you got a mandate. You got a big time mandate. 
UA, Lou Souter, you got elected. That's great. You're on now you can now you can hopefully affect change. Parents stay active. But as we flash forward to 2022, there's a couple good things in the short term. Number one, I don't know how Joe Biden's going to convince anybody now who's a Democrat and who likes being an elected official. And it's a pretty good gig, by the way. (laughs) Uh, If I told you all the perks of being an elected official, you'd be very angry, no matter how left wing you are. But how does Biden get anybody who has to run for re-election in the House of Representatives, how does he get them to go along with this break America forever plan? Joe Manchin's power is multiplied by the result in Virginia and by the still undetermined result in New Jersey, because any Democrat looks at that in a state, Virginia, where Biden won by 10 percent, of the vote over Trump and a state, New Jersey, where he won by 16 percent of the vote over Trump. And they can claim all they want to that it's, oh, it's Republicans lying and there's no critical race theory taught in our schools. and there's a, But it's not just that. It's gas prices. It's Afghanistan. It is empty shelves. It is the border. It is everything. Everything Joe Biden touches turns sour. And a funny thing about Americans, they still would like for you to do your job. And Joe Biden thought his job was to go in there and be (laughs) some cross between FDR, JFK, and LBJ. Really, his job was just to go in there and not be Donald Trump because that's what got you elected. Not being Donald Trump got you elected. Not being Bernie Sanders got you nominated. Not being Donald Trump got you elected. And then you went in there and you decided, oh, now... I'm going to drive the car. No, no. Hands off the wheel, Grandpa. And everything has veered horribly off course. People don't like it, and they voted last night like they don't like it. Now, there is a way to misread the results last night. And that would be to say, see? The electorate hates Democrats. The electorate is ready for a second Donald Trump term. I don't think at all that's what last night said. In fact, I think last night should embolden the Republican Party to undertake the very tall order of impressing upon Donald Trump that he has a role, but it's probably not the role that right now he wants in the party. We will talk about that role and how he can play it and look good doing it, or how he can do what should be impossible based on last night's results, and that's reinvigorate the Democratic Party. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.